The Humble Entrepreneur Podcast. My personal take on life and business by Robert Terry. Since 2005, I've been the co-owner of Nationwide Ventilation Limited, installing commercial kitchen ventilation. We've worked for the biggest names in the industry, including KFC and Taco Bell. The podcast gives you an insight into my journey and learnings along the way. Available on iTunes and Stitcher. Hey guys, Rob Terry here. Right, social media. Social media has become pretty much an essential part of our lives these days. Uh, we use it for staying connected with friends, with family. We even get our news from it now, we get information from it, and we shop a lot from it as well. But social media is not essential for a small business. I mean, we are the kind of business now, when I started out 2005, there wasn't such a thing as Facebook. Well, Facebook was there, but it wasn't like it was now, and you certainly didn't have Facebook for business. So we built our business in the first few years, we built a business, multi-million pound turnover business, there was no social media. So yes, it is possible to do it. Of course it's possible to do it, because before social media came around, businesses were still there, businesses were still thriving. It can be a valuable tool for small businesses, but it is not essential for the survival. So many people now are sort of really giving it the beginning that you've got to be on social media, you must be doing this, you must be doing that on social media so that you can actually survive. But it is not essential. So like I say, we built our business in 2005 before Facebook really be, did become a thing. There were certainly no TikToks, no Twitters, and all those sort of uh, different platforms that come out and it is possible to still do so. Some of the reasons you're never gonna meet, you know, you don't need it to survive is it's just not necessary. While social media is a great way to connect with your customers and with other businesses, that kind of thing, it's not actually a necessity. There are so many other ways you can still target your audience, um, you know, all the traditional marketing types of channels, that kind of thing, radio, print, and bloody blah, blah television. There are still so many other different channels out there. So you do not need them to, you do not need social media. And in fact, a lot of depend on what it is. It's like Facebook, for example. We don't find customers on Facebook for the ventilation business because nobody wants to buy a 25, 35 grand ventilation system for their kitchen on Facebook. It's more aimed at commercial. So our customers are just not on that kind. Our customers are more on the LinkedIn kind of things, but not exclusively. So we don't use social media a massive amount in the ventilation business, servicing businesses, or even in the property side of things that I do. So for that reason, it's not always needed because your customers simply aren't there. If your customers are not there, why be on Facebook? Why be on these things doing it? Because if there's no one there, you're fishing in an empty lake. So that's number one. It's just not always needed for it. Social media can be time consuming. Number two, managing social media presence is so fucking time consuming. You need to create the content. You need to schedule posts. You need to monitor your engagement. There is so much time and resource that potentially needs and needs to be committed and has to go into social media that just sometimes you can just spend more time doing and looking after your social media than you're doing the actual things you should fucking be doing in your business. It, honestly, if you've got, I mean, I know you can now, you can get people to do all these things for you, get, you know, you can get social media people that will look after your Facebook accounts and, and all that kind of thing. But if you're looking at doing it for yourself, you don't necessarily have the ability or the finances to actually pay someone to do it. So like I say, you've got to create content, you've got to then get the content, you've got to post the content, you've then got to do all those sort of things that go around it, you've got to schedule them, you've got to pick the right times. And a lot of time, before you even get anywhere near that, you've got to have done a hell of a lot of testing. Where are your customers? When are they most active? All of those kind of things. 
and that takes up a massive, massive amount of your time. So for that reason, again, it's not really, you know, it's not really practical, it's not really needed because you can spend your time much easier on things that you can do that will actually push you and your business forwards rather than spending time on those sort of social media sides of things, which goes into the next one, number three. Social media can be bloody expensive. At the end of the day, social media is an advertising medium for most businesses. That's what they use it for. And if you've got to um, be using people, so you can either, you could, you could be doing Facebook Lives like this kind of thing now, which is basically it's your time being used up, so you're wasting your time there, or ads. And it's the age-old thing with advertising. 50% of ads work, 50% of ads don't work. Facebook do not give a rat's ass. It's like the boost button on Facebook. Use that boost button, that is basically donate to Facebook. It gives them money. You will get very little return for boosting your posts and you can spend thousands. I actually do know people that spend hundreds of thousands on Facebook advertising. It obviously works for them because they're getting it, but it is an awfully expensive thing. And it is so easy to overspend on the, the Facebook advertising, that kind of things. I've done it before where I think, all right, I could do a bit of a boost, can get a few more subscribers in, that kind of thing. And then we, we go, we do a few lives and then we start boosting them, we start advertising them, that kind of thing. And then it really does, the costs do just start ramping up from there onwards, basically. So it's so easy to spend money and it's so easy. Like I say, you can get people in to manage your social media accounts and they can be anything from 50 pound a week right up. And I know some people that are charging a thousand pound a week to manage your Facebooks. Now, the difficulty thing, the problem and the difficulty I find with a lot of stuff that comes through from uh, social media is actually working out your return on the investment. Trying to work out exactly your return that you're getting from that is not always the easiest of things to do. It's fine if you're talking in terms of advertising because you get click-through rates, that kind of thing, but then you kind of got the passive sort of stuff that doesn't, and it's difficult to actually ascertain what they are getting or what you're getting on your ROI from that social media stuff that you're doing. So that's the next one. So, you know, those three are fairly, fairly common. So number four, social media is and can be risky for business. Social media can be such a risky place for businesses. If you're not careful, you can easily make a mistake and it can seriously damage your, um, your reputation. If you think about using small businesses, You've got to weigh out the pros and cons of these things and you've got to think if you put the wrong kind of post in the wrong kind of group or the wrong kind of live that you do you upset the wrong kind of people it can so easily and the way with the thing is with social media is it can multiply and it can span yes you can get a massive reach really quickly get your product out there get people viewing it get people doing whatever so yeah that's fantastic but likewise when you fuck it up when you cock it up and you get something wrong trust me i guarantee it, it will go like wildfire and the bad stuff on social media spreads 10 times quicker than what the good stuff on social media does. So your adverts that you're trying to get out there, they take a while to permeate and whatnot, but you need one bad bit of news cracked out on social media or one bad thing that you've done or one bad person. And let's be honest, there are so many easy ways. It's like if you've got a Facebook page, someone can just come onto your page, they can put a negative review on there, they don't even know you, you can just have said something that could upset them They'll go on there, and I've had it myself, I've had people just turn up, never spoke to them, never met them, I'm unaware that they've even read anything that I've done or any, watched any lives I've done, and they just leave a negative one-star review. And that does have a big business, that does have a big impact on your on how people perceive you, because everybody else, they can then look at that and see it. So it's so risky, it can be so risky that you, you, know, you can get things go wrong, and when they do go wrong, 
it all goes wrong really quickly on social media. So, you know, there are a number of people that have done so, social media campaigns, big businesses that have done them, and they've really gone badly for them. Some have gone fantastically well. There was the one with the, I can't remember what it was, the orangutans and things like that, but, and that went really well for, I think it was Iceland or whoever it was, got them so much free publicity, but you can also get so much negative publicity really, really quickly. So, you know, there are, and this, this is the thing, <clears throat> Social media is fantastic. A lot of social media, if you're doing it for small business, can be free, but it's free in as much as you are offsetting your own personal time against um, doing something that you could be more productively doing for your businesses. So the traditional marketing channels like print, radio, television, they're still effective for small businesses and you can reach large audiences with them. They can help build your brand awareness, all of those kind of things. You can then look at things like uh, PR, public relations, there's a lot of people on Facebook that are doing a lot of stuff with public relations and the PR side of things, public relations can help you get your business in the news, generate reviews, get media coverage, that kind of thing and it's a great way again to reach and um, reach a large audience and also build your credibility because it's the kind of thing that sticks there, once it's out there, it's out there and it can be used time after time, you can refer back to an article, that kind of thing and at the end of the day you've still got word of mouth referral marketing that is one of the most effective and one of the again it's virtually cost you bugger all to ask your customer that you've already used that you've already engaged with you've already sold through you can simply just ask them for a referral and it doesn't cost you a great deal of money you don't need anyone managing it you don't need anything you can actually set up referral programs which cost you very little to do that will help and that will do it. And to be honest, pretty much back in 2005 when we first set the ventilation business up, we was working on referrals and word of mouth and we were very good at it, which is what really accelerated the growth of that business. Like I say, within the first year we did over a million pounds, second year it was over two million, you know, we kept going from there. So it is easily done with word of mouth. And again, word of mouth marketing is relatively cost free. Um, you can do, like I say, you can do sort of certain incentive schemes so that they're working more on the referral side of thing, but it's still the word of mouth that's getting you out there and that kind of thing. The other one is um, uh, email marketing. Email marketing is still a great way of doing things. It's still, you can get some, I think it's, you can still look at like getting a 20% click through rate on your email marketing, 20, 21%. I know some people that claim you can get up to 30% or they can get you up to 30%. So if you've been clever from day one, um, you can basically then you can start using that and regenerating it so if you've got a list of um, all your email people there get cracking on it get emailing them still and it's again it's you can reach a whole list of people with just one email you don't have to send an individual email out or the good old days you have to type out a letter to every single person and send it out do that kind of thing and it was absolutely um, time-consuming but with email marketing lists, and this is where I still say to people, if you've got an email marketing list, thing is, if social media, social media is rented space. Trust me, I know somebody, I was talking to somebody the other day on Facebook, and they used to do all their links and things like that through Facebook. They got their account shut down and they are having a nightmare trying to get it set back up, and their business has just stalled because they're getting no new leads from it. Whereas if I said, like I said to them, you, you know, fall back on your email list, fall back on your email marketing, keep pushing that, well, they've kind of forgotten about that. They've let it lapse, but now they're really digging that back out. And like I say, social media is rented space. You don't own the land that you're working on. It's like this. I could have this account, this page pulled today, tomorrow, whenever, 
and I could never be able to use it again. So none of you lot would ever see any of this stuff again. I'd have to retry setting new accounts up, I'd lose the followers and be starting from scratch again. But with email marketing, get that list, get it set, and then put there. MailChimp's fine. If you want to use MailChimp, someone's just asking if you would, what's your thoughts on MailChimp. I know people that have done MailChimp campaigns and they've done them well. What I would say is that if you are going to use MailChimp, get someone that's an expert in it to give you some advice, help you out, that kind of thing. <clears throat> but email marketing is still such a massive way of doing things. And like I say, it's very trackable. It's very simple to get the metrics out of it. You can work out what your click-through rates. Most people with things like MailChimp and all that, they do all that kind of thing for you, so that's fantastic. And the next one, and this is, we found this particularly useful, is if you do it as in a handwritten thing, it's um, direct mail. If you are doing direct mail, everyone still loves to get that handwritten letter, turn up through the post. Not the nasty one from the Batman that's chasing you for whatever, but a nice handwritten letter, basically advertising services, that kind of thing. People will open it if it's handwritten, and you can do certain things to make your direct mail a lot more appealing, and it's still a good way um, to be doing things. Direct mail, if you've, it, it's not, you don't want to be doing it en masse because it's so time consuming, but a quick letter to somebody with a few bits of printed information and then get in touch with them. People love to get a handwritten letter these days. Nothing good, I mean, I remember the days when we used to wait for the man to turn up with a post. He used to post it through the letterbox, you go running out there because you're expecting a check for 150 grand from a customer. Nice handwritten thing, 150 grand check, thanks very much. People still love to get a lovely handwritten letter into the post. Um, it's, it's you know it's it's one of them things people you know you do you do love to get that thing so it's that bit of nostalgia people will take the effort to read it whereas an email oh yeah just junk straight into the box get shot of it no more to worry about but trust me direct mail does still work so going back to where we started from at the beginning of things social media yes it is a fantastic way and I always say don't spend money on advertising until you've exhausted all that you can on social media because a lot of what you can do on social media is free, whether it's content marketing or whatever, and a lot of it is very targeted. I mean, it's, it's, you've also got the targeting things like Google and stuff like that, but that's a slightly different type of advertising rather than just social media. But you do not need a social media presence to start a business, to run a business and make business profitable. Like I say, we started our business in 2005 before social media was even really a big thing. So it is possible, guys. Hopefully that makes a lot of sense to you guys. Um, put any comments and keep commenting as you are guys anyone that's tuned in um, if someone's just said there you can pay your children to handwrite your letters for you you can do that Sharon Griffiths you can do that kind of thing and there's a lot of things you can do skill traders for people to do that kind of thing with you as well which can work quite nicely so you know there are ways I mean it's just about being a bit creative where you get around these things isn't it at the end of the day so you know you can do that and thinking of different ways. Yes, it is fantastic. Social media will be good for you, for your business potentially, but it can be costly, it can be, t the biggest thing is time consuming. How many of us end up in the rabbit hole of what um, what the, um, the the thing is with social media? You know, you, you see kids these days, they basically, I'm surprised they've got stiff necks from all they're doing is basically sitting like that, staring down at their phone. So hope this all makes sense to you guys. Please do like it, please do share it, please do pass it. Um, it uh, I know what you mean about dyslexia, uh, Sharon, I am the same myself, which is why I get everyone to proofread everything before anything gets sent or gets spell checked, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, that's true. Do be careful if you're dyslexic with sending things like that. But um, <clears throat> if this did what I'm talking about does make sense to you guys, this is going to end up as a episode on Humble Entrepreneur podcast. So if you're listening on the podcast, thanks for tuning in, listening. 
Um, please do like, share with anyone that you think might benefit this. Likewise, those that are tuned in on the live, thanks very much if you're watching it on recording. Again, thanks very much for watching it. Please carry on the conversations in the boxes below. If you want, I will try and get back to answer all of your questions or anything you say on those guys. In the meantime, I shall leave you all to it and have a lovely day, guys. Cheers. Speak to you later on. Bye. Remember, folks, stay humble and let your success talk for you. See you later. I think we have to go.